Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Aligned and Well podcast. I'm nurse coach Sean, your host. Um, today, I'm really excited to bring to you an interview that I did with Vanessa Maison-Pierre with Toketic Aesthetics. She is a holistic esthetician and skin coach who helps clients rethink their lifestyle to create happier and healthier skin and a happier and healthier self. We dive deep into a few different topics today. One of the main ones being self-image, the way that we view our skin, the way that we treat our bodies. And um, we also talk about some tangible tips for lifestyle changes that you can implement into your own life to get great skin and just an overall healthier self. So I hope you get a lot of value from this episode and I hope you enjoy our conversation. Hey friends, I'm nurse coach Sean, and this is my podcast. In this podcast, I will be sharing with you how to create a well and balanced life that connects with who you truly are, whether it be a meditation or mindfulness practice, an insightful interview, or just sharing my own journey and expertise on different life and wellness topics. Hopefully, if you're listening, you will walk away feeling more aligned in your purpose. This is your permission to cultivate radical self-love. This is your encouragement to create a more fulfilling and vibrant life for yourself. This is your invitation to lean into your curiosity and intuition. Together, let's build a compassionate space through which to heal. Welcome to the Aligned and Well podcast. All right. Well, I have Vanessa Maison-Pierre from Toketic Aesthetics here on the podcast today. Vanessa, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to be here. Can you give us just kind of a short introduction of yourself, your business, and um, kind of how you how you help people? Of course. So I'm a holistic esthetician, which means that I take a really holistic approach, expanding so much deeper than just skincare or what topical products a client is using. So it's think like a holistic health coach, but working through the lens of skin and skin health specifically. So Mm -hmm. I really just help clients feel more comfortable and confident in their skin, taking an all encompassing approach to get there. Do you work primarily with women or do you work with, um, with a majority? Yeah. So when I, I came from a spa setting, so I was doing facials in a spa and I had a much more diverse group of clientele. But I found that since moving more towards coaching specifically, I tend to work with women simply mm-hmm. because we have, I mean, society places so much more pressure on us and our appearance than it does on men. And I know men have that pressure too. It's just in a little bit of a different way. Yeah. So, and especially thinking of like hormonal cycles and how much that can impact the skin. I do primarily work with women, but yeah. of course open to helping everyone because everyone deserves to feel comfortable. Yeah. Absolutely. I know I thought about that as you were talking about kind of like the holistic side of things and how different things can affect um, somebody's skin health. And immediately I thought of just like the hormonal fluctuations with women mm-hmm. and and things like that. Um, one of the things I was curious about is how you like what was your journey to becoming a holistic esthetician and, and what what led you down that path? So I yeah. kind of got into this because of my own skincare struggles. I mean, taking it way back, I've always been really, really into skincare. Like since I was in elementary school, I was given a DIY skin and body care kit and I just loved it. And that passion has grown, but it was from a very, 
I don't want to say surface level, but really focus on topical products and ingredients for most of my career and also personal life. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I started experiencing more skin changes myself. Um, in my mid twenties, I developed pretty bad adult acne and it was completely out of the blue. Mm-hmm. And I, I was an esthetician at that time. I'd been working in skincare for, I don't know, seven or eight years maybe. And it just totally rocked my world. Right. It, yeah. it was so crazy having this be my profession and still not being able to figure out what was going on with my skin. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was a hormonal imbalance for women that shows up a lot along the lower half of the face and the jawline. And that's where my acne was all mm-hmm. situated. And it was very cystic, it was really inflamed. It was red. It was so uncomfortable. And it, it really changed me and my life. You know, mm-hmm. I got to, I looked in the mirror and I didn't even recognize the person looking back at me. I had such a yeah. big cognitive dissonance between who I had been up until that point mm-hmm. and who I was then. And it was horrible. I mean, I've never, I'm really grateful for the experience now. Of course, it really changed the trajectory of my career and I've learned so much more and I'm so much more empathetic and I really understand so much deeper than I ever did before, right? Yeah. How important skin is and how we view ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it was really hard. I've never been so depressed, quite honestly. It's really, really tough looking in the mirror and not recognizing that as your home. Mm-hmm. So I visited a bunch of specialists. I went to acne specialists, dermatologists, naturopaths, all of the above. I was given everything, but everything was essentially a band-aid. It wasn't addressing the actual issue in my body, even like prescription acne medication, right? That's not actually addressing the imbalance. Yeah. And I found that there was such a huge gap in the industry. Out of everyone that I visited, no one asked me about anything other than my skincare. Mm -hmm. So I began doing a ton of research on my own, reading a lot of books. You know, (laughs) I enrolled in school. I enrolled in herbalism school. I enrolled in holistic nutrition school. Mm -hmm. And I've just been learning for the last few years now. And when I finally started implementing all that I learned into my own life, that's when my skin started to change. So it really opened my eyes to how holistic and connected everything is because I thought I had a quote unquote healthy life, Mm -hmm. but there's so much room for improvement in everyone. And it's really just a lack of education because even when I was in aesthetic school, I was told by one of my teachers that our diet doesn't impact our skin which is just Mm, not true. (laughs) No, it's not. Yeah. I was just thinking that like, there are so many things that are affected by our diet and what we take in. So Mm -hmm. that is so interesting that that is something that was, um, that's been said to many of us at a very young age, that it doesn't matter what you eat, your skin's not going to be affected by it. Right. And you know, our diet impacts everything, whether that's how we manage stress and how well we're sleeping at night and how much energy we have to get in movement and you know, Mm -hmm. all of the above, our diet is hugely important, but it's not just the diet. It's really everything and how everything interacts with each other. And our skin is the largest organ in our body, which means that of course it interacts with every other body system. Yes. And it's just learning how to take a step back and look at that and really develop that relationship because Mm -hmm. it is a relationship and it's learning how to come home to yourself and feel comfortable and confident and having that connection, the intuition to know what you need and how you can provide yourself with that nourishment, no matter Mm -hmm. what form it might take. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like how you said um, like it's an intuitive process because our skin, since it's on the outside, it's something that we can see. Um, we can also gain a lot of knowledge from what's going on on the inside by just looking at what's going on with it. So yeah. um, what what were some of the and we'll talk a little bit about um, kind of like lifestyle changes in, in general to to help people get healthier skin. But what were some of the lifestyle changes that you implemented in your own life that you noticed a huge difference in your skin afterwards? Yeah. So at the time, and I mean, this was like a two and a half, three year period where I was really in a skin rut. So Mm. this is, this is a long stretch of time. Just keep that in mind. Right. Right. (laughs) And that spans from when my first, my skin first started getting impacted to when I finally, you know, started clearing up. But taking a really long, hard look at what I thought was healthy and what I'd been raised thinking was healthy versus what actually is sustainable and makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. So for me, in that time, I trained for and ran a half marathon. And I thought that if I just ate a lot of salads, right, that yeah. that would give me the nourishment that I needed. And that's not true. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't filling my body with what it needed to even go through my daily, you know, functions. Mm -hmm. I also worked crazy hours. I was working like 60 hours a week between three different jobs, Mm -hmm. all spas and spas are beautiful and great, but they don't always have the best working environment. There are Mm -hmm. some pretty toxic jobs out there in spas. Right. So I was having that going on. And then I had a not really great living environment. My roommate and I didn't get along. Mm -hmm. So even on the surface, if I was eating healthy, right? Like a lot of vegetables, I wasn't getting my protein. I wasn't meeting all of my, you know, even essential fatty acids because sometimes you're raised to think that avocados and olives are bad for you because they're fats, but that's just not the case. Yes. And then I'd come home and be unhappy and tired and stressed out. And I wasn't sleeping very well. So there were a lot of things that play into just not giving our body the nourishment that it needs. Mm-hmm. I wasn't getting enough sleep. I wasn't managing my stress, my, you know, stress. I really wasn't mindful. Yeah. And it was just a lot of things that played into, you know, looking in the mirror. And of course, having under eye bags doesn't help you feel better because right. you're not sleeping well. And mm-hmm. when you're stressed out, you're never going to look for the positive side. So it was a lot of different, different areas for growth. Mm-hmm which is fun. You know, it's like a never ending process. No one Mm -hmm. has perfect skin because perfect skin doesn't exist. So we're constantly working towards just a better relationship, a better connection, feeling truly embodied Mm. skin, soul, mind, all of it is so interconnected. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love that. I actually just did um, the interview with Sterling and we talked a lot about embodiment and feeling at home in your body. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of perfect that your interview follows hers (laughs) immediately after. Um, I want to know what, what are some things that, and I'm personally curious about this myself. What are some things that affect skin health that most people don't usually think about? Yeah. So I think Nutrition is getting a lot more mainstream, right? People are finally Mm -hmm. understanding the connection between nutrition and skin. Yeah. I think the connection between stress and skin has always been well known. People will experience breakouts in times of stress. Mm -hmm. Um, But gut health, Mm -hmm. I think it's becoming a lot more well known. People are really starting to research, especially probiotics and prebiotics and how those can help your skin. Um, But gut health is a really interesting topic because 
we oftentimes don't think about how our skin is actually an excretory organ. It eliminates waste and toxins yeah, like through sweating, pores, even, you know, like a blackhead that's waste in your pores. Yeah. Yeah. And so if our digestion isn't working optimally, whether that's because we're not eating a wide variety of food, like if our only vegetable is kale, for example, that's not mm-hmm. giving us everything yeah. we need to help help our digestion. Mm-hmm. Digestion is also impacted by stress and how well we're sleeping and whether we're getting out and getting exercise or movement during a day. Mm-hmm. So all of those things impact our digestion. And if our digestion is really sluggish or slow, mm-hmm. that actually increases the weight on our skin as an excretory organ. So yeah. suddenly now our skin is having to work harder while also maintaining all the other aspects of homeostasis that it does like temperature, you know, yeah. for example. Yeah. So digestion is super, super connected to our skin. And that's something that is just now starting to become well-known, mm-hmm. but even understanding what you can do in a daily life, because it's not just pre and probiotics. It's mm-hmm. like I said, sleeping well, getting movement, making mm-hmm. sure that you're eating things that sit well with your tummy. Do you feel bloated? Do you feel uncomfortable yeah. after eating? That's a good sign that your digestion's not doing great, you know? So just tuning in, having that conversation with yourself to see where you could slow down or what you could add in to help your tummy feel a little bit better. Super yeah. connected to skin. Yeah. I, it's so interesting how like just taking some time to listen to your body and what it's telling you and what foods agree and don't agree with with your stomach. And mm-hmm. I know there are several um, food groups that are, you know, they're, they're not bad, but I, I just can't tolerate. Um, and it's it's really interesting how there are ways that our body tells us mm-hmm. what nourishes us and what doesn't. And it's so different for each person, right? It really is. And that's such a big takeaway is nutrition, but also skincare. None mm-hmm. of this is a one size fits all because it's not just what on paper you should be doing. It's also what in practice makes you feel good yes. because this needs to be a sustainable practice, right? We're not just dedicating ourselves to skin or nutrition for two weeks. This, this needs to be a, a true lifestyle. Yeah. And it's not going to be a lifestyle if it feels too restrictive, if it doesn't feel like something you could genuinely continue and feel good about doing. Right. So it's, you know, just because someone tells you cheese is bad doesn't mean that cheese is bad for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would be so upset if someone told me cheese was bad for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, to be honest, that actually was a change that I had to make in my own life was really cutting back on cheese. Yeah. But guess what? I still eat it. It's just yeah. being mindful. What meal really deserves this cheese? And what will I, you know, like fully approve of indulging in for myself? I don't need to throw cheese on everything. But yeah. when I do, it better be worth it. Yeah. So just yes. really, you know, strengthening that. Don't feel yeah. guilty because guilty is not helping. You know, yeah. just make informed decisions that you feel good about and you feel like this can last. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I just kind of like, maybe mindset shifting a little bit and and turning the things that you enjoy into really things that you actually can enjoy and indulge in. Um, yeah, 100%. We should never feel guilty for indulging ourselves and finding joy in things because life is meant to be enjoyed. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So can you take me through your process? Like when a client comes to you and and has some issues with their skin that they want to work on, what is your process for helping these clients make a lasting change in their skincare and in their overall health and, and happiness? 
Yeah. So first and foremost, you know, from sharing my own story and I have so many clients who have been through different versions of my story. Maybe it's not acne, but it could be rosacea. It could be eczema. It could be hyperpigmentation or acne scars, whatever the case may be. Skincare is really, really vulnerable Mm. and not feeling at home in your skin. It doesn't need to be a complete cognitive dissonance. Like it was for me. It could just be looking in the mirror and feeling disappointed every time you see your skin. Mm -hmm. All of that, it changes every aspect of our life and it changes how we show up for ourselves in the world. Like for me, I couldn't be as social because I felt like people were judging me for my skin. So I stayed home more than I would Mm -hmm. have otherwise. Mm -hmm. So skincare is really, really vulnerable. And when we are going through issues or complications with our skin, we tend to view our skin as an enemy. And it really disrupts the relationship between ourselves and our skin. So that's a huge component of my work with clients is really just strengthening that relationship Mm -hmm. so that we feel like we're not bitter about taking care of our skin. We're really taking a step back and understanding that our skin is trying to tell us something. Mm -hmm. So tuning into that conversation, strengthening that relationship, that's Mm -hmm. a huge, huge aspect. Just helping clients feel at home in their body. Mm -hmm. I find. For me and the clients that I've worked with, education is a really big component of that. So just taking the time to learn about how things are connected to really strengthen our compassion, honestly, for our skin, because our skin's just reacting to what we're putting into it and how we're treating it. Yeah. So deepening the understanding. And again, like I really, really focus on sustainability because Mm -hmm. our skin doesn't need perfection. What it needs is consistency. Yes. So taking a step back, breaking all these concepts because they're big concepts and they can feel a little bit overwhelming, Mm -hmm. breaking it all down into steps that feel really, really approachable and easy. And of course, just providing the accountability and the education and honestly, the empathy that I wish that I'd had going through my own skincare journey. Mm -hmm. I find that those are the best ways to really get lasting change. And, you know, it's not just about change. It's about feeling at home in your skin. Yeah. Yeah. And there are so many times where I have not really understood or been aware of the effects that certain things that I was eating or um, even like my amount of sleep that I was getting. I used to work nights in the hospital, right? So like Mm -hmm. I never got enough sleep. I ate terribly and I could tell from my skin, I would get breakouts everywhere. um, And it just, it, when it was extra oily, like it was just interesting to see how at certain points in my life, my skin had changed due mm-hmm. to like what was happening, what I was eating, like just kind of like where I was in my life. And when you don't have the knowledge of how things like that affect your skin, it, it can feel like maybe something's wrong with us. And yeah. um, we can really easily put the burden on ourselves and make it about like our worth rather than seeing it as an opportunity to change some things and, um, and, and see different results. Yeah. And the thing is our skin, the, the life cycle of a skin cell is approximately 28 days. So the skin you have today is not what your skin needs to look like in 28 days. It really right. is just about making more informed and conscious decisions because our skin will always work with us right? We are such a holistic 
puzzle. It's just finding the pieces that have opportunity for growth and opportunity for changes. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's kind of like a game. Yeah. When you have the the information and, and know how to actually implement it, it can be really fun. Yeah. You know, and, and I get to the point now because as I said, perfect skin doesn't exist and my skin is so much healthier than it was before, but I still get breakouts sometimes, especially in a time where we wear face masks all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's almost fun to look in the mirror and be like, okay, so let's look back at the last two weeks. What have I been doing? Yeah. And like just having that assessment mindset instead of a reaction um, mm-hmm. to to the way that our skin is, uh, we can always look back and have that curiosity of like, okay, what, what was I doing? What was I eating? Um, how stressed was I? And looking at all these different aspects of our lives. Exactly. I always say skincare is my biggest creative outlet because it really is problem solving. Yeah. And it can be really fun when you take that approach and you're not beating yourself up for what's you yeah. know, looking back at you in the mirror. Yeah, I really like that mindset. That is something that I think a lot of people listening also are going to probably really enjoy because when you think of skincare, some some people can think of it as just like a chore, something that you have to do, mm-hmm. um, something that you're burdened with if you suffer from acne or or other skin conditions. And that's a really cool outlook on it to kind of think of it as like a game, a puzzle, um, almost uh, something yeah, that you're just trying to figure out. Yeah, we got to find the joy, right? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so what what would you say are your top three like tips or lifestyle changes for the general public? Like maybe someone who isn't working with you or doesn't get the chance to work with you. Mm-hmm. What are what would be your top three tips or lifestyle changes that you recommend for others to have healthier skin and and be happier with with their body? Yeah, well, I would say the number one thing is sunscreen every single day. Yes whether it's winter, summer, raining, sunny out, sunscreen every single day. Mm -hmm. And truly from the bottom of my heart, every one of us needs to be wearing sunscreen. It Mm -hmm. protects our skin so much. Um, There's no safe amount of UV exposure. Even if you're driving in a car, UVA Mm -hmm. is still getting in. All of that, it it disrupts the DNA in our skin. It is really not good for us. Mm-hmm. So sunscreen, first and foremost, SPF 30 at a minimum every day. Mm-hmm. And then most of us don't drink enough water. That is a big, a big one. Yes. Water and nutrition. I think like myself, when I was going through the thick of it, when we think about our diet, most of us are trying the best we can given the information that we've received, Right. So if you ask the typical person, do you eat a healthy and balanced diet? We would probably all say yes, Mm -hmm. but I would suggest tracking your food. And I don't mean amount that you're eating. That is not, I don't work with clients about amount at all, really. Um, Track your food, just write what, what's going in your meals, kale, spinach, you know, cheese. Did you eat a hamburger? Whatever that may be. Keep track for two weeks and then look back. And how do you feel looking at the last two weeks of food? A lot of us, we don't really notice where we're lacking until we're looking at it in black and white on a piece of paper. And then you can really see things pop out. Mm -hmm. Like, were you actually eating vegetables or were the veggies all, you know, if you eat out a lot, there really aren't that many veggies in restaurant dishes unless you're ordering a salad. Mm -hmm. So really just taking a step back and 
there doesn't need to be judgment, right? It's all information. It's just opportunities for growth. And that's why I always say don't track them out because that's not what this is about. Mm-hmm. We're just making sure that we're meeting our nutritional needs. Yeah. Yeah. So wearing SPF every day, really focusing on nutrition. And then, I mean, the biggest thing is just, it's about consistency. Mm-hmm. It's really, really, really not about perfection. And if you're getting caught up in perfection and like, oh, well, Vanessa said, I need to drink 75 ounces of water a day. That's not what it's about. It's about listening to your body and making sure that you're meeting your needs when they show up. Right. But don't be so hard on yourself because being hard on yourself doesn't help. Mm-hmm. That just adds to the stress that's adding to everything else. Right. Yeah. So just consistency. Yeah, for sure. I, I loved when you talked about tracking um, and not so much tracking and focusing on the amounts of what you're eating. Cause mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of people who are on a health journey to like lose weight and things and they get really caught up in the numbers of everything. But um, really it's about like kind of listening to your body, listening to how you're feeling and um, identifying what foods are agreeing with you and what aren't what foods aren't. And, you know, I can just think from the last like two weeks myself where I had a couple of days where I just ate food that did not agree with me and I could feel it. I could mm-hmm. I felt horrible. It affected my mood. Like everything kind of cascaded from like the amount of foods that I was eating that didn't agree with my body. So it's very interesting to um implement that that tracking habit just for a couple of weeks to see, you know, what happens and and to be curious about it, like you said, without judgment. Yeah, it's all information. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, say this with clients as well. If you follow me on social media, I'm indulging. Yeah. I live a joyous life. I yeah. love chocolate. I enjoy a glass of wine, a cocktail, you know, like right. I am by no means perfect because what even is perfect and perfect is certainly not sustainable and it's not very fun. Yes. So finding that balance and being able to enjoy yourself while still taking care of yourself, you know, mm-hmm. ice yeah. cream doesn't make my stomach feel great, but I love it. But I yeah. eat it, you know, every couple of months rather than every day. Right. For sure. <laughs> um, one question did come up for me as you were talking about sunscreen. Yeah. And I kind of, I kind of want to talk about like products because there are so many products that are out there. And it just feels overwhelming to try to find um, products that are that that won't be like bad for our skin that don't have a lot of like extra mm-hmm. chemicals in them. So, how do you go about recommending products to people? How do you go about um, finding you know the right skincare routine for a client? Yeah, so I actually have a skincare concierge service, essentially okay. like a personal shopper for your skin. Yeah. So I work with clients to talk about all things lifestyle, you know, what they like in textures or smells or even how much time that they want to spend on their skin. Yeah. And I look for products off of that. Okay. I would say as, as a shopper myself, when I'm looking for skincare products, sunscreen specifically is the hardest product to shop for. Yeah. I really, I mean people are so particular myself included with what we do and don't like. Mm-hmm. And as something that we need to wear every day, it's hard to find one that you look forward to wearing yeah. or that you really like. Mm-hmm. So that one can be tough, but mm-hmm. as far as, you know, the other products in the routine are concerned, I always recommend finding a brand that you trust and that has 
you know, like company values that you agree with. Mm, mm Mm-hmm. And then based on that, just read a lot of reviews for products. Mm-hmm. Like something that's important to me is sustainability. I really love skincare brands that are B Corps because they're giving back to the world. And yeah. that's, you know, an important value for me, but it's not for everyone. And that's just fine. Right. But find companies that, that support what you believe in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're usually pretty upfront about what ingredients they're using and where they're sourcing those ingredients. And Mm -hmm. if you find a company in general who encompasses your beliefs, generally speaking, their products will align with your beliefs as well. And Mm -hmm. you can read reviews to see people are pretty, you know, I have oily skin. I really like this. You can kind of narrow down from there. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. It kind of feeds into the whole holistic part of it because it's also empowering you to like do your research and really spend your money um, on products and with companies that also align with yourself and and what you believe in. So I, I really like that piece of advice. That's really cool. Yeah. I actually, my, my sister is going on vacation soon and she was telling me that she was shopping for sunscreens and she sent me a text and was like, I'm looking for something that's, you know, vegan, cruelty-free and reef safe. And, but it's three times more than the, you know, drugstore sunscreen. Mm-hmm. She said, is this, is this like what it's supposed to be? And I said, you know, think about if you use environmentally friendly cleaners in your house, like counter spray or toilet cleaner or whatever, sunscreen is kind of the same thing. It's just aligning with your beliefs. Do you believe yeah. in taking care of the environment and making sure that you're using non-toxic ingredients on yourself? Yeah. Then great. You know, that, that aligns with it. And maybe yes, it's more expensive, but you also know that it's better for you and it's better for the environment. And it really, you don't feel guilty using it. Yeah. Like your skin and your health and your, um, lifestyle is also an investment too. So it's like you have the choice to, to invest your money on more expensive products if they align with you. Yeah. And taking the step back to say, you know, is this product contributing to environmental pollution because pollution impacts your skin health? Absolutely. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. it's just giving back because everything is so circular. And I know that that's a privileged standpoint because Mm-hmm. Skincare can feel really expensive and, you know, organic non-toxic cleaners definitely are more pricey. Yeah. But if if you're able to make purchases that align with your beliefs, and I will say also that there are some skincare brands that are quite affordable mm-hmm. that are great as well. You know, like the ordinary off the top of my head. Those are yeah. very affordable products and those ingredients are good. I've done yeah. a lot of research. I use some of their products. Like I, you know, I support that brand. <laughs> right, right. Absolutely. Can you tell me about like a favorite experience, a trans, a f- your favorite transformational experience with working with a client? Yeah. One of my favorite ones that I like to talk about, because I, as women, especially, I think we can all really relate with this. One of my clients was very insecure about her skin and pretty much never left the house without a full face of makeup on, like mm-hmm. full foundation, concealer you know, eyeshadow, all of that. Mm -hmm. And working with her was very, she actually had pretty good skin. She had a really, really great skincare routine, did a lot of research and ingredients and what products to use. Mm -hmm. So felt like on the surface, everything was, was right, you know, good for her, good for her skin, Mm -hmm. but she still wasn't happy with her skin. Mm. So we took a step back and we really looked at her you know, of course, lifestyle and stress management, everything, but for her specifically, nutrition was really lagging. Mm. She had a really busy social calendar. So she was eating out a lot and drinking more alcohol than she 
you know, would otherwise. Mm -hmm. And just felt like her skin was really puffy. The color wasn't right. Her acne scars were way more pronounced. She felt like she just didn't look good unless she had full foundation. Mm -hmm. So working together really helped her understand why her skin looked the way it did. Again, it's, it's just the comprehension of your skin's not punishing you. It's just a reflection of what's going on internally. Mm-hmm. So where she could be making some intentional changes and of course, working towards that together. And I always, you know, I mentioned earlier, skincare is super, super vulnerable and it has that huge emotional component. Yeah. So I like to have clients choose a goal that we work towards together, mm-hmm. whether that's, you know, feeling comfortable getting your new passport photo taken or whatever. Her goal was to feel comfortable going without foundation around her closest friends. Yeah. So she did accomplish that, but so much more than that, she was feeling so confident going barefaced around her close friends. And it was a positive feedback loop because her skin was looking so much better from focusing on it, that she was getting all these compliments by how glowing her skin was without wearing makeup. So kept feeling better and better and better. And actually she told me, She'd been seeing this guy and I, I absolutely used to be this person too. wake up in the morning and immediately go put on concealer so that your skin looks perfect. Like Mm -hmm. woke up like this. Mm -hmm. She told me that she, they got back from dinner and they were going to watch a movie together. And she just went to the bathroom and washed her face without even thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Didn't even think like, oh, so I'm not going to have makeup on. It was so unconscious because she was so comfortable in her skin that it just didn't even register until she was already back out watching the movie with him that she was like, Oh my gosh, I'm not even wearing makeup. It was just like a second thought. It was so beautiful. And that being able to do that and not feeling uncomfortable about it totally changed her perception of herself and even what she was capable of doing. Yeah. And I know it's it's funny because this kind of thing sounds really surface level. It's like, well, what's the big deal? She just didn't wear makeup, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you're in that loop and when you've been there, mm-hmm. it's huge. Yeah. It's huge. It's so beautiful. It made me so happy to hear. It was so amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, I got the chills a little bit as you were talking about that because I know, you know, like you said, I feel like a lot of women can relate to this, um, mm-hmm. you know, and I know what it's like to feel like you have to put a full face of makeup on to even like interact with other humans. And that moment where you feel completely comfortable in your skin and comfortable with where you're at, where you don't even acknowledge whether or not you're wearing makeup because you're just showing up as you. That's a beautiful moment. That's a beautiful, like transformational, life-changing moment. It really is. Yeah. I I mean, just thinking about it again, it gives me the chills because I used to be that person too. I would sleep in my makeup. Yeah, if I same. Was with someone, and then you wake up, and I, my skin's sensitive. I would always wake up with a pimple after sleeping in my makeup, and then Me suddenly too. you're dealing with, you know, like another thing. It, it just all it tacks on, and it's so huge. And even just thinking about it gives us so much unnecessary stress. So mm-hmm. it's just so beautiful when people are able to take a step back and just appreciate themselves for where they're at, and also you know, hope for the future of growth because we all want continual growth, not just in our skin health, but in our body and in our mind. And it's just skin is such a beautiful pathway to get there. I just love it. Yeah, I know. I can tell you're so passionate about it. And it it, like, I love seeing people 
light up when they're talking about the work that they do, especially when it comes to healers and and people who help others address their their health issues and um, not only health issues, but also personal issues as well. Like skin can become a very personal issue mm-hmm. to someone and not just um, not just like a health problem. Um, like you said, it's very um, emotional and it can be um, very triggering for some people, especially if they've struggled with skin problems most of their life. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I just want to say, you know, yes, our skin changes every 28 days. And of course it's not a full transformation, but that is the life cycle of a skin cell. Yeah. And the skin that you have now, that's just, you're not stuck with it. And even stuck is not a word that I want to use because skin is a beautiful part of us, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. just remembering if you're not happy with your skin, you can change that. You know, we have full control. And I think that's such an important part of what I do in working with clients is just giving the control back. You're not a victim of your skin. You have complete control. It's just having the information. Mm -hmm. And I know the information can't always be easy to access. It's Mm -hmm. really confusing when you dig into it, but I, you know, I'm here to help. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of things do you have coming up this year? Um, Well, I'm very excited. I never really thought that my work could be trans transformed to retreats, but I actually have a couple of retreats coming up this year, which I'm very excited about. Yay. That's so Um, exciting. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of, it's interesting doing, seeing how work can transform, right? Even Mm -hmm. the the people that we meet and and how they play a role in that. So I'm actually working with a hormonal coach and we are hosting a retreat in the spring, focusing on how skin and hormones are connected and how we can kind of cleanse and reset hormones and skin. And of course this class is not of course, but this class is more geared towards women with our hormonal cycle. Right. And I'm very excited about that one. And then, um, I do have workshops every couple of months, nothing scheduled right now. Cause I just finished a series, but always have information on that through my newsletter and on my website. Mm-hmm. And then as we're speaking right now, I know that this will be released a little bit later, but as we're speaking right now in February, I'm hosting a seven day skincare cleanse, mm-hmm. really helping people get back to the basics of building a foundation for healthy skin and a healthy you because everything mm-hmm. is so connected. And I actually host this cleanse quarterly to help people really stay on track with their skin goals. So awesome. This year is kicking off in February, but we'll have another one as we transition into summer as well. You know, of course, skincare is more than just the topical products that we're putting on. That's the whole essence of this, right? Is that it is skin as a whole, everything in our life that plays a role into it. But I think one really tangible step that we can take to deepen our connection, even starting today, Mm -hmm. is just checking in with our skin, connecting with it. I really like to do that. Most of us don't cleanse long enough. We don't wash yeah. our face for long enough. Yeah. So I always recommend extending the cleanse and adding in a little bit of a facial massage. Ooh, so for yeah. me doing this in the evening, I wash my face in the shower. This is the best time for me. Me too. Um, I do that. I love taking a shower. So yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, an enjoyable experience regardless, but just really taking the time, explore your face, especially as someone with acne or someone with any skin condition where they're tempted to pick and prod at your skin, 
This is a really great way to explore your skin and see what's going on without creating inflammation or causing damage. Yeah. And if you do have clear skin, this is such a good way to just reconnect. It also mm-hmm. feels amazing. It helps reduce stress hormones. Mm-hmm. Just feels so good. And, you know, facial massage is really, it's an intuitive process. So I could mm-hmm. tell you step by step, but you don't need it. Just do what feels good. Yeah. Explore your skin. And that really does help strengthen a connection just because mm-hmm. you're getting to know and that physical touch, really yeah. easy way to just today, you know, make that difference, connect with yourself, check in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually did that this morning. I was washing my face like in the shower because I like to wash my face in the shower as well. And um, there is like something really cleansing, almost like you're giving yourself a, a mini like spa treatment kind of. Yeah, it feels good. It feels indulgent. It's an easy way to help transition skincare from feeling like a chore to feeling like a treat, like you're caring for yourself. Yes. Yeah. And it's even though it seems small, seems simple. I I always tell my clients that the simple, the simple self care measures are the ones that that matter the most because they're the ones that you do every single day that you don't acknowledge yourself for. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's exactly right. Consistency, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. So I like to ask all of my guests this as we close, what does aligned and well mean to you? What does being aligned and well mean to you? Well, it's funny that you mentioned Sterling because her definition of embodiment really has changed how I view feeling aligned and well in myself. Yeah. So embodiment is the connection between the body, soul, and mind, right? So aligned and well for me is feeling at home in my body, my soul, and my mind. Mm -hmm. So having the connection to know when you're out of balance and how you can bring yourself back into that. Mm -hmm. So like I said, it's kind of, it's the creative outlet. It's problem solving. So aligned and well is having that intuitive relationship with yourself to where you can notice if something's a little bit off track. Aligned and well doesn't mean perfection, right? It just means having that relationship and that consistency and understanding how to bring yourself back to center. Right. Yes. Beautiful. Well, like I said, I'm going to leave all of the links to um, to your website to follow you in the show notes for anyone who wants to check those out. Again, Vanessa, thank you so, so much for this conversation. It was so informational, so insightful. Um, and I really hope that that listeners get a lot out of this. Yeah, thank you so much. And again, I just, I just want to stress, first and foremost, I've said this so many times, but it's so important. Consistency, yeah. not perfection. We don't need to be so hard on ourselves. Yes. Society is giving us this image that we're supposed to work towards, but that image is just not attainable. Mm-hmm. So you know, find what's important to you and try and work towards that and be gentle on yourself. Yes. Consistent, but gentle life is meant to be enjoyed. Our skin is meant to be lived in. Right. So just find a way to, to find the joy and, and show that to yourself rather than be so hard on yourself. Yes. Such a great conversation with Vanessa. So grateful to have had her on the podcast today. Um, Vanessa is hosting a seven-day skin cleanse. So you can join her from February 13th to February 19th. And you can find more info in the link in the show notes. 
Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. If you have any questions for me or you would like to work with me in some way, I do offer free discovery sessions. And I also have a free community on Facebook focused on cultivating self-love and holistic wellness support. You can find the link to both of those in the show notes as well. I would love to hear your feedback about this podcast so far. And if you are listening on a platform where you can leave a review, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. If this episode resonated with you at all, please make sure you subscribe to this podcast and take a screenshot of the episode, share it on social media, tag me at Nurse Coach Sean. Thank you so much, guys. And as always, I am here to serve and support you in the most powerful way I can. It is my mission and my purpose as a nurse coach to be an advocate for self-love and compassion so that I can help you leverage your own inner power and healing potential in the pursuit of a well and aligned life. I'm excited to be on this journey with you. Have a wonderful week. I'm Nurse Coach Sean. And remember, when all is aligned, all is well. Love you guys.